Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. So glad you can join me. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. This podcast is all about helping you become an exceptional sales leader, uh, delivering better sales results, obviously delivering you more meaning in terms of what you do, but also in the process, obviously more income and more revenue and all the things that go with that. Uh, so, And if you're a returning listener, really appreciate you jumping back in and hope that I'm continuing to add value to you, to your team, and to your quest to become an exceptional sales leader. So in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about, uh, with, with the last couple, I talked about the fact that uh, 2021 is could be and, and should be a, a massive year. It's an opportunity to use 2020 as a platform for exponential growth in 2021. And now is the time to not only start planning, but start executing on that plan to really take advantage of the current situation, uh, the current opportunities, but also set yourself up for what should be a really extraordinary 2021 if you're prepared to do a cert- certain number of things. Now, we talked in the last couple of episodes about the importance of, of setting big, hairy, audacious goals and the fact that the goals need to be really big uh, and so big that they actually <laughs> scare the living bejesus out of you, but also give you a level of excitement that if you actually achieve that goal or even got close to that goal, it would mean so much to you, but also so much to your team and so much to the people around you. But also then starting to focus on well, what do I need to do in the first 90 days? How do I actually set myself up for a fantastic year by really taking advantage of the first quarter? And one of the things we talked about yesterday in the podcast was uh, thinking about who do I need to be in order to be worthy of achieving that goal? So the be, the do, what do I need to do? So what are the specific things that we need to do in order to get close to achieving that goal? And therefore, the have part is the achievement of the goal. So the be, do, have model is, is something that we use a lot in coaching in terms of if I want to have something, then obviously I've got to be doing something. But in order to do something, I've got to be a certain type of person in order to do that. And if you just look at the history of, of what you've achieved over your career and look at every successful person on the planet, um, they do certain things. And they're also a certain character type. And it doesn't mean you have to be a specific character type to be specific, but there are certain things that you need to uh, take on board in terms of characteristics, uh, behaviors, attitudes, uh, areas of focus that enables you to then be in a position to do the things that are required in order to get the results that you desire. And if you continue to do things we've always done in terms of what we did last year and expect a different result, then that's just insane, as we alluded to yesterday. And so in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about um, the importance then of when setting a goal, we often can get overwhelmed. And I've, I've got two hands in the air here. When you set a really big, audacious goal and you think, my God, that'd be an awesome Thing to achieve and how good would it be when I achieve that and what would what would that mean for me, the business, the family and all that sort of stuff. But it's often a case that when you set a goal that's too big and you don't really have all the all the processes in place or the systems in place or the or the method to follow, uh, we can often get overwhelmed with so many things to do to the point where you can tie yourself up in knots and end up literally making no progress whatsoever. So the goal is always there, but you're not making any tangible lead uh, headway towards achieving that goal because there's so many things you're thinking 
you've got to do or you're wanting to do or you've potentially got people who are telling you do this, do that, do this, do this. Uh, and it leads to, uh, in some cases, procrastination, but it leads to a lack of focus. So in talking about the, the be, do, have model, which you talked about yesterday, it's important to recognize that if you've set a really big goal and it's completely outside of your comfort zone, but it excites you at the same time as scaring you to, to death, then understand that you are going to have to do some things differently, but we don't want to be out, we don't want to be in a position where we're boiling the ocean and therefore doing too many things. So when it comes down to it, there's, there's going to be a certain number of things Things that you will need to do that are the non-negotiables that will give you every opportunity of getting close to achieving that goal. And so really our opportunity is to dial in on what are those specific things that we need to be doing on a daily basis that will give us every opportunity of, of hitting the goal. Now it's going to be tempting because even in the in the first few weeks potentially you're going to be doing things differently and it may appear that you're not getting great results or you might not may you may feel as if even you're not having a huge amount of traction. And it's going to be very easy to change things. It's going to be very easy to stop doing things. And it's also going to be easy to take guidance and counsel from other people who say, oh, do this, do this, and do that. And potentially, you can find yourself in the space of 90 days doing multiple different things. And at the end of that 90-day period, not getting anywhere near the outcome that you're hoping for. And so the point of today's podcast is in order for you, in order for us actually to achieve that first quarter goal, that really big or big audacious goal, we're going to have to get really, really granular on the specific things that will move the needle forward that will give us every opportunity of making progress and therefore achieving that particular goal. Because we're not going to do, there can't, there's not enough time in the day to do multiple different things. And if you, if you think about this, if you're doing 15 different things each day, hoping that each of those things is going to get you to the destination, then you're actually kidding yourself because it'll come down to uh, a, a few specific things that we do constantly on a daily basis that will enable us to build a thing called momentum. And once momentum is in place, it's very, very difficult to stop it. So you just got to make sure you're moving in the right direction. And the key thing is identifying what those key things are to focus on. And so you've heard, you've probably heard all this terminology a lot. Where your focus goes is where your energy is going to flow. Now, when it comes to actually achieving a big, hairy, audacious goal, we've got to uh, we've got to focus in on what are the core elements, and you can call these the vital few, the top five, the top three, whatever the case might be. Um, I would suggest no more than five key areas of focus in the in the first ninety days, and you depending on what type of goal you are hitting and trying to hit, uh, that might change in terms of the specific things you need to do. But for you, sit down and think about okay. If, if I'm to be in a position to achieve this huge goal at the end of the first quarter, what are the three to five core areas of focus that I need to actually commit to and have discipline around and then put some systems in place in order for me to build that momentum around those things? and therefore start making that incremental progress towards the achievement of that goal. So from a sales leadership point of view, what are some things that we could be thinking about in terms of three to five key areas of focus that will enable us to hit a huge goal? Well, obviously the first one is to get really, really granular on the key ideal client. If you found yourself in the last year, for example, having your sales team just go out willy-nilly in terms of all different types of uh, potential demographics, then it's time to get really granular on what is your specific ideal customer. That if you had that ideal customer sitting in front of you and the opportunity to serve that customer on a regular basis, that would just be the bee's knees in terms of your business 
and it will certainly help you move the dial towards the thing you want to achieve. So getting really granular on the type of customer you want to, you want to attract. The second thing might maybe is also in terms of your, what's your lead generation strategy? What are, the, what are the things you're going to do on a daily basis that will attract that ideal customer? What sort of marketing do you need to do? And again, with this, it, there's too many organizations that go out there and with a, a scattergun approach and literally throw caution to the wind and throw everything out there hoping that something's going to stick. We need to be really, really specific and really, really targeted on what is the key message and remembering people are only going to be interested if you ask them. So what are the key messages you can put out to your particular marketplace? What are the key messages to the specific person or the specific customer you would like to deal with? And how can you actually get them to take a piece of action that will enable you to then turn that particular uh, potential customer into a paying client? Um, so what are the things you need to do around that? And then what is your conversion strategy, for example? How is that? How are you going to bring them into your particular business? What's the what's the conversion tactics or the conversion strategy? strategy that you've got for your for your business. So they're just a couple of examples of things you can do from a selling perspective and there might, might be a whole host of other things you need to focus on as well. But the key point here is when it comes to uh, doing things, you need to be really granular and really focused on what are the top three, maximum top five activities that you need to do on a daily basis so it's a rinse and repeat process that if you get really, really good in it, put all of your focus into it, which means your energy goes towards that you'll build that level of momentum and give yourself every opportunity of of achieving the goal you want to achieve. So it's very hard to do that if you're trying to do 15 to 20 or sometimes 100 different things on a daily basis and then trying to get a result. So getting really granular like a, like a specific laser-focused beam of light, if you like, on a specific target. That's how we've got to be thinking. And limit it to three to five key areas of focus and that will be that will be uh, what will get you to your, to your goal. Now, from the B perspective, one of the key things I, I didn't talk about yesterday but it's really, really important is the art of being present. Now, we need to be relentless in, in our pursuit of excellence, obviously, and, and certain things we need to be doing every day, which we've just talked about. But in the process, we need to be fully present in what we're doing in the particular moment. Now, I reckon the topic of this conversation today is going to be the present is in your presence. Uh, and I've talked about a lot the fact that as a, as a leader, the greatest gift you can give your team is the gift of your attention, which basically means be present with them when you're with them. Now, this goes for your team, goes with your colleagues, goes with your family, goes with your partner, goes with the kids, the whole sort of the whole box and dice. In in the process of achieving a goal, it's really really important to embrace the moment that you're in. Now, I remember years ago, one of my earliest mentors used to talk about the fact that in in the timeline there's there's different types of people. There are people who are through time and then there are people who are in time. And the people who are through time tend to do a lot more planning. The people that are in time, they focus on the moment. They're, they're in the here and now. And without getting too radical, what she used to talk about is the fact that really when you think about it, there's no past, there's no present. There's only ever increasing, uh, unfolding moments of now. So all you've got is this particular moment. Yes, we've got 24 hours in a day. Yes, we've got 96 fifth minute increments available to us. But really, when you think about it, all we've got is this moment right now. So... When you're in the process of doing the things you need to do, when you're focusing on those three vital things you've got to be doing every single day or those five vital things every single day, be really conscious of being in the moment when you're doing it and be fully present with the process you're going through at that particular moment. So if that means having a conversation with a particular customer, potential customer, then be fully present in that particular 
situation. If it means having a conversation with your spouse, with your partner, then be fully present in that particular conversation as well. So don't get ahead of yourself. Don't think about, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow when you're sitting in front of somebody and having a conversation? Focus on today. Focus on the moment and you'll be amazed at what can actually happen. You'll be, you'll be amazed at what you'll be picking up in terms of signals and conversations and little nuances in the conversation, which in the past you may not have picked up on because you may have had your head either into the future or you might have been thinking about what you did yesterday or you might have been thinking about what you've got to do tonight. So embrace the process, embrace the moment, and really focus on the here and now because all you have is right now. And remember that the present, your present, is in your presence. So it's the gift you're giving people. And I guarantee you when you do that and you're fully present in every single moment, and look, it takes work, but you might be staggered at the amount of information you actually find out from people once you are 100% fully present. And a classic example, I was listening to a podcast this morning and uh, I happened to listen to it for a second time. And the second time through, I guarantee the words in the podcast, the person was talking, they said things differently. Well, no, they didn't. It just meant that when I was listening to it the first time, for whatever reason, I wasn't fully present in that particular moment to really embrace what the person was saying. So that's the challenge for today. Be fully present in your presence. And if you can focus more and more on that and get better at it, you'd be amazed at what level of focus and level of clarity you can actually get through conversations and through just tasks that you're doing in that particular moment. So a summary, focus on the three to five key things that you know will move the dial forward that you can focus on relentlessly every single day that will give you every opportunity of moving towards achieving that big BHAG at the end of the first quarter. But also in the process, be really uh, consciously focusing on being present. So remember that the present is in your presence. And of course, if you recognize there's another level of leadership you feel as if you can get to, but just not quite sure how to get there, you'd love to take your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level, then, and you'd like to do that within the next 90 days or less, then let's get on a call and let's uh, potentially work together one-on-one. Just go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, and I'll give you a call, and I'll look forward to having a conversation with that. So as we wrap up today's episode, the key message today is, hey, just remember the present is in your presence. And if you can do that, everything starts to look a little bit different and you certainly start moving one step closer to being that exceptional sales leader. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.